Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, welcome to Going Off Track. Hey! Joan and Brad here at Brad's uh, Sunny Studio. Sunny L.E.S. Sunny L.E.S. It's not a studio. This is not a studio. <laughs> hey, man, I've graduated. There's multiple the bedrooms here. <laughs> multiple. Um, yes. Um, yeah, but it's a sunny day. It is a sunny day. I've it's had a beautiful pretty day. annoying day, actually. Yeah. Uh, the dentist, go- huh? Was at the dentist all morning, went to yoga, then went straight to the dentist. I like got breakfast after yoga. I was feeling good. I was just like checking stuff off the wah, list. Wah. Then I went to get this crown put on and uh, supposed to take like a half hour and they messed with it for like an hour. And then we're basically like, this crown doesn't really fit. You have to come back in two weeks and get another one. <sighs> so now I'm like, my mouth is numb. I didn't get the one thing done I needed to get done. And uh, I'll make a confession. I was kind of hoping that... Um when you said you're on your way from the dentist, that you would be a little more numb. And yeah, I think it's it feels it feels numb to me, but it I don't, doesn't sound it funny. doesn't sound funny. Yeah, it was really. It hope, I was kind of hoping for that. Yeah, it's pretty much worn off. It's been a few hours. It's still definitely. I have some remnants of like feels weird. Right. You could punch me in the face. I probably wouldn't really feel. You it. You could bite your like lip off. Yeah. Do you ah. want to try to hit me just to see? <laughs> Test it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I guess you would call that making war. Whoa! Segway yes. king. That is a segue. Uh, today's guest, uh, Make War, uh, Jose and Edwin from Make War came by. Um, I've been talking to these dudes about doing the podcast for so long, and this is sort of on me. Like It was hard for me to schedule it, so they were very patient, and we finally got them in, and it was very cool. Um this is a great episode. You know, these guys have some roots in South America, but they're they're based in Brooklyn for a long time. They met in Florida. A lot of geography talk on this podcast. There's a lot of geography, which I think is important. I yeah. think people lose perspective on geography these days. Yeah, and just sort of... Do you know where South America is? Yes, I've been there a few times. Good. Um, but yeah, just their whole story of kind of assimilating and uh, starting the band and sort of... Uh, yeah, and now they're like a pretty big punk band and they get on great tours and uh, they have a record out on our friend Toby's label, Red Scare, called Developing a Theory of Integrity. That I don't think is named after the band Integrity, although maybe it is. That would <laughs> l- make me like them even more. And I already like them a lot. Um, but yeah, they're a great band. Um, and they've been toured a lot this year. I think they're taking a, a little time off, but I'm sure they'll be back out there soon. So if uh, 
make war comes through your town. You definitely got to see them live. Yeah, they're fun guys. I mean, South Americans are always fun guys. Yes. They're good people. Very and of good. course, they came by Pulse Music to do this. Yes, Pulse Music. Pulse Music. Yes, that's where we record it. That's why it sounds so good. So you can check them out, Pulse Music NYC. And uh, as always, uh, engineered by Stephen Grywalski. So you can book a session with him. He's a very, very lovely guy. Multi-instrumental master. Yes. Producer. Yes. Have him do your record. Oh, my band with him? Uh, we are still working on it. We have like drums all done and then uh, I think guitar's done for like two songs. So we're we're plotting away. I think I want to have a track by the end of the year. I don't think that maybe is going to happen. Let me but... know if you need any lead vocals or anything. Yeah, I'm not sure what we're going to do with <laughs> vocals, but I'll let you know, Brad. I'm not sure. I think there'll be vocals. I think it's, it's kind of, you know, like very slow, indie rock, kind of repetitive. Or if you need some big chants so that you can get it licensed for, you know, on an insurance commercial. Yeah. Well, I hopefully call the big we, vocal chant. That's what I call that. Yeah. The I thought maybe instrumental chant. would be kind of a better move for licensing. Could be. Could be. Um, speaking of which, I believe United Nations has a song in this new Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called Killing Gunther. You believe? You don't know? We signed the paperwork for it. I haven't seen the final movie, though, but I think it's available now. So if, if you've seen the, the movie... The movie's out? Yeah, yeah. It, I don't, I'm not I don't know if it's in theaters, but I uh, think it's on iTunes and everything. Uh, you can buy it. Um, straight to iTunes? It has some pretty big people in it. I mean, I think it's Schwarzenegger? in... Schwarzenegger? It's in some theaters. I just haven't seen it. Oh. It's uh. called Killing Gunther. It was uh, produced by Taryn Gillum from uh, SNL. Bobby Moyhan's in it. Um... And Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's in it? Yeah. With a bunch of SNL people? Yeah. It's that really funny. Like fun. It's like kind of like an action slash comedy, but yeah, there's a fight scene at the end, and uh, I met with Taron when he was trying to like get suggestions for music, and uh, he wanted something aggressive, and he asked about my band, and uh, so I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure we licensed uh, the song United Nations versus United Nations for this scene at the end. So if you've seen the movie... And it's in there. Let me know. I've been meaning to see it, but I saw like a rough cut before they had the music in it. So I don't know for sure, but I know we signed some paperwork for licensing and stuff. So hopefully it's there. You know, I try not to get my hopes up on anything, (laughs) but I think the odds are pretty good. But no one's told me they've heard it. So maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's amazing how you can like just how they can kind of, you know, squeeze it in there and you don't even hear it sometimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it could be super quiet. They just want you guys for the soundtrack so that they'll sell a lot of uh, LPs. Like the Mallrat soundtrack, Brad? <laughs> That's a good example. You can't barely hear us in that. Do you still get checks for that? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Really? I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I get some BMI statements. I don't yeah. know. If, I guess... Because I'd imagine be that BMI. soundtrack, people but it wouldn't still be buy BMI it. because we don't... No, it's all... It's pure... It's pure... We can't... Because I wouldn't get any... Uh, songwriting royalties because it was a cover oh yeah you know i guess for this too like we just got paid x amount like yeah. i don't think it's like recurring but i wonder like you every- will though you will what- get paid songwriting royalties what about like every time that movie airs on like cable or something yeah i don't get paid for it you don't get paid no. for it because i would have if, if i'd written the song gotcha but it was a cover it was a cover and they obviously and they did a buyout for the mechanical got license. it do you think the the people who wrote the song Get? Yes, they do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, anytime they who play it on that, TV, who wrote that? Build me a buttercup. Me, song. I don't know. It's like a, I can't remember. It's like from the sixties. You think they're still alive? <laughs> you think it goes to their estate? If you are still alive and listening, give me a call. Yeah, yeah. If you are still alive, you're welcome because your song wouldn't be in that movie without Brad. So show some respect. 
Anyways, uh, enough of us talking about stuff we don't know. Let's get to the funny South Americans. Yes. uh, (laughs) Let's give it up um, for Make War. Amazing, amazing dudes. And we love them. And here's a podcast. We're releasing this podcast a day early to give you a chance to do something for us for free. We feel pretty strongly about this net neutrality issue, and they are voting on it this Thursday. So if you care about this podcast, if you care about having a free internet, you you need to do your part, and it can be super minimal. You can send an email. Ideally, you should call your congressperson. You don't even have to talk to a human if you don't want to. You can do it after hours and leave a message. It'll count for a lot, but it's happening in a few days, so you got to act now. Go to battleforthenet.com. They'll walk you through some steps. We feel very strong about this because it will definitely impact us directly. It will impact you with your ability to find shows like ours and probably worst of all is it will definitely, definitely impact the independent musicians that we have on this show as guests. It will it will throttle their ability to make a living online by selling their music and by promoting their music. It's definitely bad for them. So if you care, do something, please. It would make a big difference to us. Battleforthenet.com Thanks a lot. I, uh, yeah. I but don't they like drunk. they like melt their mm-hmm. subs kind of right it's like a little weird like they, the put, they put a lot of french fries in, in there you know which i like this is a good place to start though because we need to talk about you having a deli slicer in your home because it's really rare <laughs> and yeah. very cool we try, to make, we try to make it work just it's, how this came to pass because because having a deli slicer in your home in in the growing states, up, like growing up, uh, like, growing, like growing that would be up, some yeah, like super. Either like your dad owns a butcher shop, or like I you're know. rich as fuck. Like that's well, the only reason you'd have. One. Well, can I say that my family it's Italian? Okay, so that's probably why. Okay, <laughs> got a slice. Were of you meats. Allowed, was there a certain age where you were allowed to use it? Like it was too dangerous until. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I yeah, probably ten, twelve. Okay, that's what, wow. when I was like allowed to use it. This was not how I expected this to start. Are there any photos? Ten, ten to twelve was still pretty young. That's still pretty, yeah. that's still pretty young. I mean, your hands are little. No, I, worked, yeah. I worked one of those. Yeah. Your yeah. hands are tiny. So, just, and I, you, all I think of is knuckle. That's all I think. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like knuckle. It so, happens. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it does. does. So we were just talking outside in the other room about our deli experiences, <laughs> and you worked at a Publix. I did. Am I right? Florida at the deli. Yeah, yeah man. Deli Make, station making sandwiches for the people. The people. Also used uh, to come basically and I me. Up. I, I went, I went <laughs> there a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, used, I hook him up with like, they have these chicken fingers and I just hook him up with chicken fingers. Also, just come over, man. I just hook you up. Put a lot of just cheese and sell it and register as a vegetarian sandwich. Five bucks. Me and, one, me buck. And, one, one buck. One buck. One buck. What? Yeah. I want to add that me and, uh, me and Jose had a very epic sandwich last night. We Man. had a cat's pastrami sandwich. We did. Oh, yeah. I love you. Yeah. Cats. Those are epic. And then at two in the morning, we had a pepperoni and jalapeno pizza <laughs> from Archie's. Wow. Yeah, from our shop. Shout out to Archie's establishment. Yeah, so you had a good time. Really? Great. And, pickle tomato. Oh, did you the pickle tomato at Katz's? Uh No, we oh. just did the normal. We got some half sours. Half okay. sours. Wait, wait, wait. How was Archie's? It was did great. Yeah, yeah. It was really fun. My first time. What did you guys do last night? What did you get into? We we saw hot snakes. Oh, yeah. oh, that's oh, that's, yes. You had a couple bevs? Yeah, it was, it was the first time that Jenna and I actually decided to hang out like outside of like the internet. Like, yeah. We broke we We've broke seen the each other at shows. We, yeah. But yeah, this is our first like uh, you know, like you've uh, like an on purpose hangout. 
Yeah. Not just like running into you like, hey, yeah, what's up? Like Shona, they're... how many people are you not friends with? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people. There's a lot of people out there. But he's liked by everybody. (laughs) Really? There's something going on here. I think Jonah has like a couple humans under his floorboards or something because things are starting to get fishy around here, you know? It's like too much of a good thing. She's the like, shoe's gonna like, drop. I booked the podcast. What's going on here? This is your friend. Everybody. Yeah. Like, legitimately, it's so cool. That's the best yeah. way to do it. And I yeah. think we met, did we meet through the podcast or through the Menzingers? No, we met through the good old internet. Okay. We met Wait, through Twitter. In okay. This is real. Oh, you didn't block him. I, <laughs> I got. I was talking about being blocked. No, so <laughs> I started following, like, the podcast because I'm a big fan. And then I followed uh, Jonah as well. And he, you said something like, I'm in, in Colombia, like, bore as fuck, like, send me stuff or something. And I'm like, hey, check out my band and maybe get me in your podcast. And you're like, hey, your band's cool. Let's do it. Wow. <laughs> and then five years later. Five years later, because it's been a long time. Here you are. You uh, guys but- are very busy. And we are like, we're re- very busy, too. So but you guys like, have yeah. toured so Jonah's much. Jonah's a man of his word, though. It and is here true. you are. It just mm-hmm. say, yeah. yeah. You guys have been on the road a lot this year, it seems like. We yeah, have. Man. We have. We nonstop. This year has been insane. Happy to be home, though. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of tours are you guys on? I know you just played Fest. Yeah. We played Fest. We played our best Fest ever. Are you it guys was, familiar with Fest? What venue did you do? Um, fuck, I should know this. What's it called, what? Edwin? What? The venue of Fest. Uh, Tolls? Tolls? Tol- oh, Tolls. Tolls. Okay. So it's like a brewery slash like venue? Yeah. yeah, it's more like a, like a, they just put like a little stage on the end and. But it's a big, it's a really big venue. You know, it hosts three hundred people, and the place was packed, and there was people outside uh, waiting for us. Did your show at Fest? That's funny. Uh, Jonah asked me that question yesterday. I'm like, ah. I mean, I don't know, like, good, uh, our friend's good friend, which we were touring with from Rational, Ireland. Rational Anthem was before. Rational Anthem was played before, before us. us. Okay. Uh, we were, like, in a cool sandwich right there. And then after a good friend, I was just kind of blacked out. To be yeah, honest. so people, <laughs> people who Somebody don't just know. just gave me, like, seven shots yeah, in front of my, If like, anybody moment. listening doesn't know, the fest is a giant punk rock and hardcore festival in Gainesville, Florida. Mm-hmm. Every, usually, what, around... Late October, early November. Halloween weekend, yeah. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, no, like, in a way, a part of you always stays in Gainesville after Fest, doesn't Uh, it? Yeah. Like, there's like, you're almost, so, so a band not knowing anybody else on their show is completely passable at Fest. Yes. Yeah. Because it's almost like, a miracle you guys are here alive. Yes. <laughs> did, 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 did Gaslight ever play Fest? Yes. Really? Yes. Uh, when and I that? almost died. Really? <laughs> I almost died. I think of you guys just being this massive band. The morning after we played, I went to the top. Oh, yeah. Excellent. And had... Did you get um, the corn things? No, because What's on Sunday brunch it's at the a, top, it's a, a bar... really good restaurant Yeah, there. bar restaurant in Gainesville. And... I don't know if this still exists, but on Sundays at the top, they would have a a brunch with vegan uh, biscuits and sausage gravy, which is a delicacy for me, you know, and, and very nice to get a vegetarian. So I made to go. But since I'm at Fest, I had many scotches 
early on in the morning. <laughs> oh, scotch. Also vegetarian. I really I didn't even know they had scotch. Yeah, that was only PBR. They're doing something wrong. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you got the rock. You guys only even fucking knew what was happening in 2007. So you had the scotches, then your limo driver took you to the top. Yeah, limo driver okay. took me to the venue. Okay, right. Just, nice. you, you each That's had a nice limo. Start. Yeah, huh? you each had a limo. Yeah, every yeah individual uh, limos because say. everyone had like a harem <laughs> oh, that yeah. you needed to like bring uh, around. Up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> some sexual, true. some more like holistic. Like your spiritual advisor. Yeah, was there. I carry around the team. Like I have a guru, <laughs> a spiritual advisor, and the aromatherapy people, body right? expert, yes, wow, nutrition expert, and then sort of like a basic, just like. How's your skin? How's your temperament? Who does the Just fantasy like football a, stuff? Like, which one is me? Oh, <laughs> I do my own fantasy stuff. A yoga <laughs> trainer or two? Yeah, I'm not really into that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So you get to but the top. Anyway, so I'm at the top. the top. It's Sunday. And I meet up with some of Fake Problems and Look Mexico and had many drinks and went to go see some bands afterwards and I stepped off a curb oh, and no. narrowly missed a Gainesville City bus. Ooh. By like a couple inches, it like really sped past me. And I didn't really think about much at the time. And then I later realized that I, I almost died at Fest. Damn, and and uh and and it brings up that like Al Pacino and any given Sunday kind of thing, you know. Life is a game of inches, you know? <laughs> like just one like little extra sip of scotch. That's that Ron Jeremy movie you're toast. talking about. What? Sorry, no. <laughs> no. Oh, that's another person who is in my harem, though. Because <laughs> I like to keep one significantly larger penis and then a significantly smaller one around just for... True story. I met him know, several times when I lived in it. California. and In the valley, right? When no, we were working. stupid parties. And he... The first time I met him, I was like, oh, it's cool around Jeremy. Hi. Second time, I had been working as a, a substitute teacher in California. And I... Talk to another sub. I was like, I saw fucking Ron Jeremy. He's done a, a lot of movies about substitute teachers. So many. <laughs> and he said, next, he said, if you ever see him again, he's got a degree in special education. No, he doesn't. And I went, bullshit. That's, yeah. So, sure enough, I was at another event and he was there and I walked up and I was like, I don't know if you remember me. Of course you don't. But I heard that you have a degree in special education. He said, I actually have a master's degree in special education. I was a special education teacher when I got started. And all of this because I was holy I went, shit. I'm gonna leave and never talk to you again. See, but now I'm fascinated got, to know, like, how did special ed teacher turn into the Ron? We got to get him know. on the podcast. There's yeah. a story there. <laughs> He'll do we it. Got to do it. Do you guys know him? I, I, I mean, I don't know him personally, <laughs> but I know who he is, and I. You know his work. <laughs> I know his work, and I have a I have a good friend named Chris Kent that he knows him. Mm. He has pictures with him. I'm sure he knows him. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah, this right. is kind of weird. How the did this turn into <laughs> from sandwiches to uh, you know? That's how it goes. <laughs> well, they're all phallic in nature, really. Hoagie rolls, and, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> like we're here, we're doing yeah. fine. So I'm curious about you guys. I know you have roots in South America, but you met in Brooklyn. Or no, you, we, we met, met in Florida. Florida. You met in Florida. Yeah, you, you take us through the, the Brooklyn. But you of live the in United Brooklyn States. now. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn. <laughs> Jonas, I mean, did you Google it? <laughs> uh, He's big. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
<laughs> you probably used Bing for that one. Aren't you the one that usually has, like, actually well, notes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker beat me to it. I knew about Florida. <laughs> Actually, we actually talked about this last night, <laughs> so I have absolutely no excuse. Yeah, uh, I feel like he took me out to the house and he like showed you just to get some intel before you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, did a, well, you'd I, think. I, did, I did an excellent job. Uh, How are the hot snakes? Uh, yeah. They were really good. Hot snakes were See, I went great. to the last show, I think. When was that, in 2002? <laughs> it was like, I went to one of the last rocket shows, it was too. Like, yeah, it, was, uh, it was probably six or seven years ago. It was a while ago. Yeah. But um, I love them, though. So you guys met at a Publix? No. no. <laughs> I wish. That would have been way more We met fun. at Pollo Tropical, which is another chain. Another oh. place that Edwin worked and at I called Pollo Tropical. Friends. It's pretty awesome. Edwin f- always had like the best hookups back in college. Yeah. Great no, no, he, was, he was my only friend with a car that barely oh. like, drove, but he, he, he had a car. And he worked at a Pollo Tropical, which is 50% off with Ooh. friends and family. Nice. Um, wow, sure. Publix was like not even percentage off, so it's just a dollar sandwiches, I guess. <laughs> Dude, Pollo Tropical was the best because, I don't know, for the people who doesn't know, it's just like a fast food restaurant of just like Hispanic food. Yeah. It's just like you get a, a chicken with like Only rice and beans. Only vegetarian things to plantains. Be- exactly. Yeah, so oh we would just get like a whole chicken with like a Caesar salad. Corn, plantains, rice, and beans <laughs> for like I don't know five bucks. Yeah. And like in college, that was the goal. Was like, that yeah. was the best. Yeah. Yeah. What, was what were you guys studying in college? What was the? Uh, what were you trying graphic, to achieve? We were in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, at the Art Institute. Oh, we yeah. both this. We both did graphic design. That's how we met. Yeah. Wow. And, and when did you ever get in trouble for like hooking up your friends? No. 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 I'll be like, oh, no. I work the funny here. thing we is, will, like, we will go. We will go to. A different. I was gonna say that. A yeah. different restaurant that it wasn't the one that I worked in. I'm like, I work in a Tropical, This is my number, and they were like, okay, let me go and talk to the manager or whatever. But yeah, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I think that they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, family. Yeah, dude, college <laughs> like one for me ours. was all about hookups like that way. Like I remember another place called Miami Subs. <laughs> You guys know Miami Subs? No. Sounds oh, bad. I know, right? It's horrible for you. It sounds it's bad. really bad. It's bad. 20, 25 cents wings. To me, no, that's like avocado in between two fish. Or something. I'm picturing like a, <laughs> that's, that's a Miami Subs. I'm picturing is. a sandwich in like a pastel Miami Vice suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Subs, it's, you know. Avocado. With no, I don't even think that. Bread. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Avocado is like too much. It's what? Too expensive. Delicacy. Delicacy. Yeah. I like the way you were going with it. Um, no, I was gonna. I was just gonna say another Miami Subs story. Like we met these guys behind the registry at Miami Subs, and they used to tell us, "Just give us twenty bucks, choose whatever from the, from the menu after ten p.m." And we just give you anything you want. Just give us 20 bucks cash. Whoa. <laughs> that was like the college days. So we used to get like three and, four, three and four subs and put them in the fridge and like eat them the, for days. Yeah. You know, for days. Imagine that saggy bread. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'm wondering I mean, what the struggle the was real, man. And what were the Miami subs do doing with this extra cash? Um, they had something going on. There. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they did. I'm sure they so did. So were you guys in, both into like punk and that kind of stuff in college or how did... Yeah. Was there like a big scene down there? No, not know. really. Not yeah. at all. I mean, I remember when I met Jose... Um, he was like on a lab doing some weird things yeah, to, computer his, labs. to his president. It was like a huge Photoshop picture of, uh, 
Oh, you posted another time that I'm spacing the name on it right now. Who? Um, what was it? Was it like the Gogo Punkers like record covers? I don't I know, but I do? remember you trying to like Photoshop his face into making into a devil, and I'm like, oh man, that's cool. Oh, Chavez, Chavez, yeah. I was, I was like, trying to copy the yeah, Fat Records, uh, not my president with Bush, oh, like, yeah. but I was trying oh, yeah. to do Chavez's like, like cool. face, and I wanted to do my own shirt that says like, not my president. For, with Chavez's face, that was just like, pretty awesome. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's cool, man. Like how uh, you? Do, I remember Edwin was like, "Hey, man, how you do that?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, hey, man, you speak Spanish?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Me too. I suck Spanish because we don't know any English." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> we didn't. We actually, I don't know how we got accepted to the school because we didn't speak any English. Oh, I know how they we just all. wanted our money. And well, of course, <laughs> obviously, but we were just like there. And I remember my first class, it was just all in English. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to pick up words. And the professor, like, gestures. And at the end, I would just, like, ask a Colombian friend. I'm That's like, funny. I did the same thing. thing. Huh? What? What was the homework? <clears throat> okay, cool. I got it. I didn't know him then. But, like, my first class was the same thing. I was like, I met someone that spoke Spanish. And I'm like, hey, like, what's for homework? Like, can you tell me about yeah. this? <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Wow. Like, you know. Right? They, like, how? let you oh, in. Yeah, yeah. And then just like how long did like did it did it take to like just fully you know submerge into the language or did you have to like do it yourself and like take a proactive? It's, it's been uh, fifteen years <laughs> and I'm still struggling. Yeah, <laughs> You're, dude, my I mean, brother-in-law it's is from more Puerto more than Rico. fifteen years, but I, yeah, my brother-in-law's from Puerto Rico and uh -huh. he and he says this himself, so I'm not like 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 messing with him, but he teaches at Rutgers. And to this day, his, he's like, my English is awful. Yeah, I, I learn I learn new words every day, all yeah. the time. every day, all the time. And he and he he often quotes this line from oh, what's her face it's, uh, from you know from Modern Family, Colombian. Oh, uh, Sofia Vergara. Yeah, Sofia Vergara. She had this line. She says, "You don't understand how smart I am in Spanish." I know it's <laughs> yeah. true. And my, my brother, like, he's a chemical engineer, he's like a scientist, and he's like, "You fucking don't get it, Spanish." <laughs> Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's about, true. But whatever, I passed by him and he was like doing this poster thing. And I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. How do you did that? It's like, oh, man, yeah, Photoshop. And then we started <laughs> talking about it. It's just like, oh, you seem like a punk. Jose used to have like these weird dreadlocks. Just, I like, had dreadlocks, you guys. Like, <laughs> like, you're allowed. Like, you're not a white really dude. You're big. allowed. <laughs> white dudes can't have them, but you're fine. Oh, I'm sorry. You, what, you never fucking saw a Scottish person? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I think they had him first. I, I basically they wanted... They calls, dude. just wanted to be Melvin. I wanted to look like Eric Melvin from NoFX. Oh, okay. That was my, my goal. My, he, was my you goal. know what? I take it back. Eric can pull it off. Well, he's oh, yeah. Jewish. He's not white. <laughs> Represent Ashkenazi. There you go. What's up? Oh, yeah. shit. Dude, Sorry, Jonah. Talking about dress. Do you think you're white? I was you just get... talking about this with someone. Are we white? We're not white, right? <laughs> Someone tell hey, me, hey, you guys can't get out of it. No way. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. You're not Are allowed you fucking, to get. You know, white people just try to kill my family, right? Else. I think I'm allowed to oh, like, right. step out no, of it. No, Germans tried to kill your family. Yeah, whites. The whites. Uh, okay, I'm not so. white either. I'm Irish. Let's Here's where I draw the line. I'm like, who Little do I Irish. get to hang out with if I go to jail? Not whites. The Latinos, they don't bro. Want me. We welcome you, bro. I think I gotta go to yeah, you guys. We, uh, <laughs> gotta go to you guys. Yeah, because they're probably. I, I mean, the. Do you think most Jewish criminals are pro 
What do you, I picture them as being like? <laughs> Man, we take people. left turns. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hardcore. Like, I think the types of <laughs> Jews who murder people are the types of Jews who aren't really asking these questions. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. They've already gone to this point. Yeah. And then the other ones that ask the questions, yeah, they. I don't know how they get by. They. I don't know. I don't, don't know. Don't go to real Jonah. prison. They're in I've never been to prison. There isn't a group of prison. like. There isn't a group of Jews. Like they're not. Like, those no. are the Jews like yeah. lifting weights don't over fuck there. With them. Yeah. No, that doesn't exist. Yeah. We don't have like a support community in there. Let's say that. Yeah. I did talk to a friend of mine who is a corrections officer uh, in New Jersey. I won't get specific. I don't want him to get in trouble or something. But I'm like, yo, for real. I do something fucked up. I wind up in your prison. What do I do? Like, what's my best recourse to, like, stay alive? He said, be cool, head down, be cool with the guards. He said that I should get in good with the guards, and that would be what what would keep me going. Because I would think that would make you look like kind of a sellout. I would think so, too. But he said that's probably my best chance. Yeah. <laughs> he looked at know. you. He was like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you got yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to go far. Yeah. <laughs> you better find you, someone with yeah. a taser or something. <laughs> 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 You better learn how to speak things in your asshole. You're like you're too you're pretty. Done. You're like I know. Yeah. You are. Know. You got to do it. Yeah, you are pretty, Benny. It's true. I know. I can't. I can't. Oh yeah, Aryan. I'm. We're not white, Jonah. <laughs> no, you're just, right. Just deal you're with right. it. This Trump thing's really making me realize how unwhite we are. We're not even American. Uh, <laughs> you're, making, uh, you're making Brad and I feel very what? uncomfortable. What's wrong with you? It's easy to get out of it. Trifus. Okay. What do you want to talk I about? I would love. To, I would love to get away from being white, but. Oh God! You gotta I take hate some it. responsibility. <laughs> I know, man. Not, white people suck. No thanks. Yeah. I'm good on that. <laughs> hate them. Hey, um, there's nothing we can say. All right, yeah, we went no. way off track. No. Let's come back. We to got, the let's band. come back. So you guys, you guys, <laughs> that'll be an extra for the patrons. So were you like, you're like, you're into punk. I'm into punk. We should start a band. That was basically no. No, let's just be friends. Okay. Be friends yeah, for sure. We didn't have. I didn't have many friends that I could relate to punk wise. I had many Colombian friends that were Colombians, but they were not necessarily mean they were into punk. He was the first dude that I could talk to in a language that I could talk to that spoke my language and so therefore we just became best friends yeah. well, what, what, what was the band language like what bands did you guys talk to just he was like I don't know hey, he, no, man, he, the, no no the first he was like hey man uh, have you heard of this band called the Go Go Punkers and I'm like it was no my, man it's like, yeah, that was your band that was my band yeah I mean I figured I figured my band would travel at least to Colombia and like be like hey have you listened to us you know we're in fucking uh, what was the Spotify back then um, Napster uh, Napster yeah we were on Napster <laughs> so, so I just said no but it was like oh cool punk man yeah sure and then we just started talking about music and you know no yeah, we started going started and, um, going to shows, all the shows together because he was my only friend. They had a car oh, in college. Oh, oh wait, so like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it wasn't just it's that. Like it that. wasn't just uh, that. Holy cool. shit! Now the truth comes out. Here it goes. No. <laughs> and then you guys eventually were like, we should just do our own band, base or no? No, no man, didn't that, for a while, man. Really? We were it we took, were first in another band. So many, it took so many years for us to actually start something together. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you tried to keep Go Go Punkers going when you got to the States, right? I did, man. Because I read in was... an interview that you, you in your head, you thought you were going to get to the States, make that band huge, and then bring them to the States, right? Yeah. 
I mean, I didn't want to make him huge. I just wanted to make him to be able to do something. Yeah. Uh, so my my idea of happiness and <laughs> when I was 16 years old, before I graduated from high school back in Venezuela, was like, I'm going to move to the States, hopefully California. I'm going to work at a McDonald's. I'm going to have a Mohawk. And I'm going to bring my Go-Go Punkers band to, over over there, and we're gonna get signed by Fat or Epitaph. That's that's you know that that's what I wanted to do. Good plan. And then my yeah. dad was like, uh, "Maybe you should try college first <laughs> And I'm like, "No, man, fuck that! Like, I don't want to do that." You know, like I was never into school. Like, I was like always the worst student in in high school, the worst. I just wanted to fucking play guitar and skateboard and surf. That's it. Uh, so he's like. All right, let's do the college thing. You know, I'll help you out and just do the band like later as like, have the college as like a backup just in case. Best advice I ever got. <laughs> Seriously. Thanks, Dad. Sounds, thanks, Bob. Sounds pretty supportive. Yeah. My dad, I mean, my family is, they're the best. They're like, my That's dad great. is the coolest, coolest, coolest dude ever. Yeah, he's um, pretty cool. Even though, you know, he didn't let me like go on like surfing trips, like, <laughs> when I was like 14, because apparently I was too young. Uh, he's <laughs> yeah. like, What, you going with your friends that are like 21? Uh, and it's like 10 p.m.? Like, I don't think so. I'm like, <laughs> What? Yeah, so. So what was. What I, was ba- the I pro- back that as a dad. <laughs> yeah, I back that one. <laughs> I actually back that too as a non a dad, but like, you know, I was just like, Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're a little older, like, What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 14. Yeah. And what was like the impetus to to come to the states at that time? So I had a I, I was lucky enough that I was born in Miami somehow. Because um, your mom was there. Because no, my my mom and so my mom and yes, dad. Yes, she was. If you were born there. <laughs> yes, my mom was. <laughs> well, you don't know. I thought no. you said. Yeah. Did she? Uh, <laughs> so my mom, no. my mom and dad were like sweet, like high school sweethearts, right? Oh, wow. And. Um, and she got pregnant with me way before they got married. And my mom was like super Catholic. And my mom's mom and family were like even more Catholic than they were. So my mom was like, I, I'm pregnant and like, I'm, we're not married. Like, this is wrong. Like, fully wrong. They said, you better hope it's Immaculate Conception. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm basically Jesus. <laughs> and that's the uh, photo, we're, and that's the photo we're putting up. <laughs> so uh, so they both decided to uh, get married right after the, my mom got uh, pregnant. And they moved to the States because like they were like, oh, like we just got to move out. And like my, my mom's mom would never find out that, you know, like I'm going to get born like right after they got married. Oh, I see. Wow. That was that was the trick. But so as to like buy a little time exactly. to be like okay. but, I got pregnant. But I was so ready to get out that I was born uh, be, even before 6 months. I was like a 6 month baby. Oh, what? Heavens. oh my yeah. heavens. Uh, <laughs> That's strange. Hey, my mom my mom tells me like yeah, so I call my mom. She calls her mom. And she's like, "Hey, like uh Jose's born." And she's like, "What? It's been like 3 months." Yeah. <laughs> she's like, "My mom told her like, yeah, like the actually technology in the states is like <laughs> really good." <laughs> <laughs> this is something, this is something good. serious like good way thing. before the internet, oh. way before the internet. <laughs> I was like, 
Yeah, yeah, like three months. Like I mean, it, in America they shorten conception. It was really hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. Six months. It's like, only nine months here in South America. It's damn, three. That's, that's like crazy. Funny. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. So yeah, I mean, I literally almost died because because of the six month things. Um, but luckily, you know, you guys have really good doctors here in Miami or here in the states, and it was good. It's awesome! Wow, that's yeah. a, that's great. Yeah. And then when did they go back? Or when did you all? Go they back? went back right after we, even before a year, because like I remember Venezuela had like a super, like one of those like down, like ec- economy wise, like down, like they call it like the Black Friday or something. No, not not like the Black Friday you go and buy shit, like the Black Friday right. where like everything collapses. Yeah, yeah. So they couldn't really afford to live here anymore. Also, they didn't really want it because they didn't speak any English. Uh, so they just took me back hmm. but that's why i was like you know hey like my favorite bands are from the states so like i just want to move there i have a, an american passport and i just i just want to move here by myself see so, yeah so just so you had the dual citizenship in yeah. place already just by being born here right? yeah so i was like yeah i told my go-go punkers band i was like you guys i got you guys i'm just gonna go there first I'm gonna I'm gonna do sort everything that I can. I'm gonna sort it all out. Best I'm actually ever. gonna go to college because my dad said so. But like, I'm not really going to college. I'm just gonna like. That's my cover. Yeah, it's my cover. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so I remember. Worked. I remember sending literally everyone demos of our band. It was only five songs. To me, until this day, I think they're pretty good. You know, like they're pretty good. But I remember sending everyone this fucking records. Like I went to all the CDs that I had and like uh, and the little booklets. I, there's always like an address, mm. so I send them to all those addresses. <laughs> right. Even not only like just like the record labels. Like I send them to everyone. Just whatever address yeah. you can find on the yeah, list. whatever yeah. address. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> uh, I did get a rejection letter from Fat Records, but I think everyone got a rejection well, letter. Well, you still it have was like it? A, no, I, 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 I wish. Oh, I wish. Man, that, would cool, man. that would be great. That would be cool. Fuck. They sent me like posters and free CDs with that reaction letter, so I thought it was pretty cool. That's nice. When the when the bass player couldn't make it to the states, uh, Jose was like knew that I was kind of starting to uh, learn how to play bass. And he's like, "Yeah, you know how to play bass," and I'm like, uh, "You know." I'm, you know, I'm learning. He's like, "Can you do?" Turun, 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 turun. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, "Sure." Okay. <laughs> so my reply was like, "Yeah, I try." Didn't make it to the car. He never invited me to the practice. That's it. Yeah, oh. dude. Caught oh. me off. I did. So you were you. So you were almost in the go. Almost punkers. in the go go punkers. But I did bring everyone it. else Shit. but the bass player. Like <laughs> actually, they all made it to the yeah. states oh, at really? some point. Yeah, yeah, I met them all. Pretty cool kids. That's cool. Yeah, they're cool. <laughs> we only had we have, we played one show in in Orlando. That was our only show. They had like the practice space was just like. They're like a uh, sunroom at the back of the house, and they I was filled with mattresses to like mattresses all over the all windows, over, just That's to like cool. cover the sound. Yeah. You know, That's pre- it's honestly cool. in in one way or another, you succeeded in your goal. You brought the Go Go Punkers to the U.S. Yeah, yeah you know, you should feel good about that. I don't think they were like really happy about that with me. <laughs> you know, like no. I mean, it's funny. Were they like, like in Venezuela, like waiting? For the call? They weren't really waiting for me. Okay. They were just, you know, like... So, we, our drummer was 15. Okay. <laughs> I was 18. And our our other guitarist was, like, maybe 23 at the time. And our bass player was my age. Well, okay. bass player didn't make it. 
So when the 15-year-old drummer comes to the States, I'm his legal guardian uh, as like an oh, 18-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. All of, us live, all, of us, all of us live at the same house in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. <laughs> this 15-year-old drummer goes to high school or tries to go to high school. And like one day I get a, a letter from the school saying like, hey, like this person, Carlos, like it's not really coming to school. Like we're going to have to actually like it was like a le legit like letter that says like, hey, you legal guardian, you're yeah. you're little person is not coming to school uh, <laughs> oh, no. i'm like uh, i have we to corner him conference. once i was like dude like you have to go to school i'm gonna get in trouble if you don't go to school <laughs> wow so great <laughs> that's so funny man oh uh, man all these memories are coming back holy shit <laughs> so how did how did kind of make war come about uh yeah that's oh, like, dude, that's way, like that, what like 20 years after 20 that years. Well, Edwin, what brought you here but yeah art school um a different whole holy shit yeah whole, a completely different um story but uh yeah my 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 dad came here first uh for like um violent persecution in colombia kind of a thing so he came here first and uh, but he was like targeted or your dad was in the military yeah right? my dad was in the military so he was had some issues and he had to kind of flee the country and made it here and here he just was like working trying to get the family to come to the states too because i didn't know that but we were you know apparently you know a target as well so okay. i don't know we like uh somehow my dad worked his ass off here in new york long island or something like doing oh, he roofing. came here first yeah. i didn't know that yeah he was oh. like doing roofing and then uh, my brother came then after he was doing um, like uh, pavement on the streets. Yeah. And then me and my mom came here and we used to clean houses. That was my first job in America. Wow. Cleaning houses with my mom. And how old were you when great. you first got here? 18. 18? Yeah. Wow. It was Man, right. Edwin is the hardest work ever. And you came no, straight, no. straight to New York or straight to Florida? No, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Florida my mom Lauderdale. knew a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend that knew from childhood and she happened to be here and i mean in fort lauderdale um just kind of like you know doing the thing and she gave her a job and then when i got here i just kind of helped her clean houses for a while uh -huh. yeah so you good, must good have bonding with my mom for sure i can it's cool. imagine it's yeah. cool working with your mom i gotta say yeah yeah it's fantastic and where are they now awesome my mom is back to colombia yeah okay. she went back to colombia yeah she's back there it's all good now Columbia's a, is a is trending now. Yeah, for real. It's, it's trending. trending. Oh, it's a, it I try to buy I try to buy a ticket to go and visit my mom and it's thirteen hundred dollars and I said, <clears> Fuck <throat> that, I'm not going. What's what's happening? <clears throat> it's just a much safer since yeah. la, since the FARC uh signed the peace uh letter and in the eyes of the world we're a better country because of that than everybody. You guys said, are God. way but yeah, you guys are really good. I mean, yeah, we we, we yeah, we are a lot better Columbia than the eighties really... and the nineties for sure, where I grew up. So people just wanna go there and apparently strand in and everything is super expensive. I went there, it was great. I went to Cartagena. Dude, and beautiful Playa Blanca. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful city. Yes. Colonial, yeah. you know, beautiful, colorful. Yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty country. Great weather. I've never <laughs> been to Colombia. I wish one day. Oh, I forgot to do that intro we talked about. Sorry, guys. You're going to say uh, hola? Hola. <laughs>
Welcome to Yoing <laughs> Off Track. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone could see Steven's expression right now. <laughs> we worked this out beforehand. I was allowed to do this. this, um, is, this my yeah, Spanish yeah. accent's Putting it better. here in the middle made it better. I, I'd like I had to. a major crush <laughs> on a, in college on a Colombian girl, and she used to say, Colombia, Colombia. <laughs> Try to teach you how you to say it. Super oh, hard, man! I just yes, I did. Whoa, <laughs> wow. whoa, Steven! Goodness, I mean, sorry, busting out sorry. Uh, sorry. I feel like Steven sometimes he gets up here and he's like, beard him. There's no fucking kids around. <laughs> no kids. I got a beer. Let's talk to you. I feel like every time I listen real. to this podcast, you're always in a computer. I'm you're what? the ones that are oh, the We stopped that because it just Brad make anything sound amazing but it was just weird to be like hi i'm the guy here in the computer talking <laughs> you sounded okay it, <laughs> master, master control over there um oh go ahead no, i was gonna say like um punk rock in south america it's like you know the one place where the ramones were treated the way they should have been you know by the rest of the united states and i know so many bands that love to go down there and play like um Rusty from H2O is a good friend, and they they go there every year, and they just seem to be treated well, despite the no effects backstage passport show that I know yeah. too much about. That was a bit of a mess, but a lot of bands know what they're getting into. Why do you think punk rock thrives down there? And uh, I th- I mean, I think at least w- w- for me growing up was because the internet wasn't really there, and we just like really just really le- legit like got like cds and 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 cassettes from friends and we just like we just like like try to record these things like between us and uh and uh what i was gonna say um i don't know man <laughs> i don't know I think in Colombia, so like, because it's so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for Colombia, I think punk rock itself, it kind of thrives, or at least at that time when I was growing up, it was just like the country was fucking shit, man. It was just like the country itself, everything that was going on around, it was just shit. And there was all these things that all these kids wanted to say out loud, and music was kind of like the best way to say it. And mm-hmm. punk rock was just like a you know a form of communication of what was happening. And growing up, I don't have kind of like the same background that Jose has music wise. Like growing up, I just listened to Colombian punk bands, just just because that was what was around me at the what time. What was like the best Colombian punk band? Oh, <laughs> uh, he would tell you. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I mean, for me, growing up, Ida, 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 I, which I, spells IRA. I-R-A. Oh shit! It was just kind of like my foundation. It's just like we got to see him in New York a couple of times. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah they came. The bass player couldn't get the visa, so they came without a bass player. Okay. And they, and just play, still, just, they still play, play without a bass player. Guitar like, and, and drum, and fucking oh, yeah. killed it. Nice. It was awesome. Where'd they play here? Uh, they played this warehouse in Johnson, uh, somewhere in Bushwick. Okay. The first time, the second time, they play uh, the Acheron. It no longer exists. Did you fucking? Go nuts! Oh, dude! Seeing him out yeah. here. First, first, first time, first time I've ever seen Edwin York, like stoked. go so crazy at the fucking pit, dude. Like yeah. he went nuts. I'm like at some point I was like, man, I might have to fight. Like, for, like <laughs> well, the funny for thing sure. is, everybody's just like you know, just unity kind of yeah, yeah. things. Like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think 
that's what you know punk rock in Colombia was like a big thing although metal is even bigger it's even bigger right? holy shit metal yeah. in South yeah. America is <clears throat> oh the Iron Maiden huge it's fucking gigantic but punk rock does a you know so it was all about that MTV but man yeah. like let's seriously <laughs> I so talking about bands that you come to South America no one came to Venezuela yeah. in- Right. Or Colombia right. when we were no growing one up. Wa- no sure. one wanted to go. Everyone to Everyone started in the 80s. going there right after we moved out. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! So you're just like, uh, <laughs> seriously, I was like, fuck, man! Like the, the first Did, like, like in- European bands come, or it was just no nothing. One, no one first international to to punk in band I ever saw in Venezuela was this band from Argentina called Dos Minutos, which I'm still band, I'm still though. a big fan of. But uh, I know uh, what that means. Uh, two minutes three minutes right two. Two. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm playing this part. i don't think you are oh jesus this went wrong <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but like no one actually came to, to i mean i don't know why but yeah yeah we didn't have many like much like not bands growing up not a lot of bands came to who, who would you want to see like what band were you like please for the love of god come Anyone, dude. Like, <laughs> literally anyone. Anyone. After I moved to Miami, I remember I was for a lot of, I remember going back for Christmas at some point and Pulley decided to go oh, to yeah. Venezuela. Right. Huh. And I went and I'm like, this is amazing. Like they actually filled up like a huge fucking farm. It was like a farm, literally a farm. And cool. they're like packed with Pulley. <laughs> right. And I'm like, this is insane! Like, and then suddenly after Pulley, everyone decided to go to Venezuela after uh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Huh. Like they were the ones who broke it yeah. the gateway. Huh. Um, but I want to say that maybe I think why everyone was so famous then, at least for me, was we really care about the music. We didn't really care about the lyrics because we didn't know what the <laughs> right. fuck they were yeah, saying. Yeah, it's true. So growing up, like all my favorite bands, like I just like them because of the way they sound and the way they sing, but not not the way not the lyrics. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. That is actually on my list. Uh did you um like do you think you maybe have like an extra attention to to melody as like a result? Because yeah. you were really just like only focusing on the melodies themselves? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, like, as, as speaking of, like, I mean, Lagwagon is my favorite band ever <laughs> because I grew up on that. And, like, to me, Joey Cape has, like, the best, like, like ups and downs and melodies. Sure. And I'm, like, I always try to imitate him with the go-go punk or something. Like, but I was playing guitar, too, and I'm, like, I can't, I can't. Like, it's, like, it's so hard to play and, like, do, like, all these crazy things that he always used <laughs> to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh... Sorry, Edwin. You didn't touch me. I, didn't no. touch okay. I think I think people are getting wasted <laughs> yeah. on the couch. Johnny, you okay? My second beer. Need some I'm water? okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, but the other one, you like I almost you sprayed all over the console. I know. Are you falling asleep? I was curious. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I'm good, dude. You haven't uh, talked in a while. You haven't talked in a while. Jose and me really. I got really destroyed last night. He seems like he's doing fine. <laughs> I know. He's younger than me. He's four years younger than me. Oh, I was gonna say what? Whatever. I texted him today, and he just texted me like a like a gif of a guy saying shh like no they don't talk <laughs> like, to me oh, right now you're hungover I was fuck. so late for work I was so late for work thanks to Jonah <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering like I, I saw in another interview you were talking like just the the name of the band 
was generally on a concept with like a war going on inside of your head, yes. like with yeah. with certain things, and and I do notice even with myself, sort of a running dialogue with something in my head, and sometimes I wonder what that thing is that's talking to me or that thing that's like my conscious, and I wonder especially with finding out that you had such a seriously like, you know, Catholic background. Mm -hmm. Like, is there ever a thought in your head that the thing talking to you is not just your own head talking to you and maybe it's something else talking to you? (laughs) Damn. Yo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Answer quickly. Yeah, and right. by that you mean Jesus? <laughs> I don't no, know. What so, the no, 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 no. Catholic wise, like seriously, I stop. I stop believing after, after I don't know. Like I seriously, maybe when I was like twenty, still twenty five, twenty six, I still like going to sleep. I was, I still, I was still praying and shit. Like because that's how I was taught. I was taught that you know. It's like my mom was like, all right, every time you go to sleep, you gotta like. Say, say these words and everything will be fine. Right. Every time you get in the car, you have to say these words out loud and everything will be fine. So I was like, which which to me r- right now, it kind of sounds fine, you know, because like, oh, if I say these words in my mind, everything's going to be fine. Sure. So it's cool. It's kind of cool. But uh, after, you know, a c- couple years of like, uh, just like living by by myself and, and, and not... And reading a lot, and just I just stop believing in that. But when when I go back home, sometimes my mom asks me to go to church with her, and and I I still do it just because I want to make her happy. I don't. I'm not. I'm I'm not that fucking teenager teenage kid any, any sure. anymore. That it's like, no, fuck you, mom. Whatever. You know. It's like I just want to make my mom happy. Did have you? Are you able to have like an honest conversation about no. the way you feel about it? No. So you're just gonna not have yet. to hold on to that. Not one? Yet. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll happen. And when it I does, think it's I think it will happen. Yeah. It's, it's a mistake. Like even I did all... that, and it, it went wrong. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, my mom really? cried. She cried. She did. She cried, and she still every time that we talked on the phone, she's like, "Just tell me, just tell me that you believe in Jesus, and like everything's gonna be fine." And until this day, I'm like, I don't say that I do, but I just we have this saying that you ask for your la bendición, like you're like. Uh, yeah, like, 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 bless me, Father, or like, 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 like well, every time, bless, they, every time you, you say you, you talk to your mom, you ask for her blessing, for uh-huh. her to bless you. Sure. And it, that's, yeah, that's like, like a, a very Catholic thing yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. But that's like the only thing that I do with her for her to feel great sure. about. Like, it's kind of like saying goodbye. Before you say goodbye, you say bendición. And like, she's like, which is, yeah, yeah so just, that, that makes her feel better in sure. a way. But that, that, that's the extent that, you know. That's a that's a hard thing. It's a very it is. It Dude, is. Like, if I'm you married think to an about Irish Catholic it, like, man. It's my mom is I'm completely on, I'm like you. you know. It's it's a hard thing, but it's 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 you know whatever works for you. But I I, I was gonna say yeah, like whatever works for you, and like I don't, I don't want to fight it. You know, like yeah. if you're happy, like the way sure. you believe, like I'm happy for you and I'm like I'm okay yeah, just don't judge me and I, I won't judge you and Latino and moms it. dude holy shit man but it's hard it's a hard position <laughs> oh yeah I got in a conversation know? with my brother-in-law's uh, mom one time about that and I went I'm gonna step away oh yeah <laughs> yeah it is like, real quick I'm gonna step yeah. right back because also you forget that I don't speak Spanish and I don't know what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, but yeah. if you understand Which, like also I love <laughs> if you understand the intention 
you know, I always, it's something I get into arguments a lot with liberals because like, I actually have a lot of empathy for truly religious voters. I'm like, yo, like they think if they vote the other way that they're going to burn in hell. I can empathize with that. That's scary. You know what I mean? And like, when I hear about this thing, like someone who truly believes and there's no, no shaken faith, there's no doubt in their heads that someone they love that much isn't going to have salvation. That's painful for the other person. That's like a real thing that I think a sort of modern brand of atheism sort of shrugs off. But it's like real. It's fucking real to people, you know? Especially when you don't have any other information that comes to you. All you really know right. yeah. is what you I mean, I went thought. to Catholic school, you know? Yeah. And like, all, you really, all, shit, your, yeah. all your surroundings, the family, your friends, the city, everyone, everything is just telling you this one thing. And then your son just happens to don't think that. It's a fucking struggle for that. So, you know, it doesn't really kill me to be like, hey, mom, yeah, sure, man. Isn't that kind of weird, though? At the end of the day, it's like, Mom, you're worried about my soul. Can you worry about me right now? (laughs) (laughs) She does worry about me right now. (laughs) Every single time. Forever. (laughs) Oh, dude, my mom. Every Like, Latino moms are like, I feel like they're just kind of like very kind of overprotective in a way. You know, they're just like a lot of love. Like a lot of love. Yeah. Awesome. But you said uh, uh, that like make war is more about like literally what Benny was saying in your head like you had problems with anxiety and yeah, panic yeah. attacks. So, yeah. Again, I'm on your team because <laughs> <laughs> unless you've had one, like it's you, you, unless you have one, you don't know. Yeah, you know? we were talking about this last night. Yeah, that, we that's were. where you think like, oh shit, I can see going back to the religious thing how people think possession is real because mm. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I was in the ER yeah. just this past weekend for an anxiety attack. Damn. I didn't know I was having because I couldn't feel my hands. Yeah, and, and, you thought, thought, and you thought you had a fucking heart attack. And I've had plenty. I thought I've had heart attacks that were anxiety attacks in the past and I was like, I know what an anxiety attack is. It's fine. My therapist knows everything's cool. And I go there and they're like, you're having an anxiety attack. And I'm like, but this feels different. Yeah. I thought something was wrong. Like, yeah. Like, no, I thought I had nerve damage. Yeah. Like, no. And then you walk out going, well, motherfucker, that's an expensive trip. I did. Uh, dude. <laughs> to learn something that, you tell me. that <laughs> I already know. $2,000. $2,000 trip to the fucking I just want it. I have my own. Yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, Jose went through something similar. It's brutal. It is. It is, man. It's it, they come out of nowhere. I was telling this uh, to Jonah yesterday. They come out of nowhere, and like, unless you had them, you don't even know that they exist. Because when people like, after I had them, when people say like to me like, "Oh, I'm having a panic attack," or like, "Oh, I'm like, this is really fucked up. Like, I'm having like this like really bad anxiety." I'm like, "No, you're not. Like, trust me. I know about this, and you're fine. Like." I seriously thought like I was like sweating and like my like like you say my arms were numb like it's like insane. Fat Mike once I was having an anxiety attack and I got hives all the way down to my knuckles, and I just told everybody it was a heat rash because and we were on warp tour and Mike was like oh, I'm not shaking your hand. I was like, of course you'd be the one to say that because <laughs> that's who you are. And I love you sense. for it, but that's of course it is. But it would like it. It manifests in different ways. Oh wow! Do you know? I mean, is there, what do you know? Like what triggers? What trigger mine? Yeah. Uh, well, my therapist. <laughs> Good said for you. That You're done. I'm with you. I got it. Said <laughs> that 
you know, it was a couple of things. It was like my grandfather dying back in the day and uh, and an ex-girlfriend that I had that uh, she just told me that she was getting married. So it was like those two things to me like triggered it. But in my head, I didn't care about those things. I mean, I care about my grandfather a lot. I still do. But uh, but I was happy. Like I was living, I still, like, me and Edwin were roommates, you know, like. I had all the best roommates in the world and like we were partying we like I was making money it's like I had no money problems I had no like friendship problems I had no like relationship problems because I was just like you know going out every day and like just like hanging out with girls and it was fine it's like but apparently apparently my head was thinking something different mm, crazy know. right and yeah. like it's it's so weird like I yeah never had them before in my life ever and it came back it came like like one big one that took me to the hospital one big one and then after that just it was like a wave a constant waves that just came and like and and i had to deal i had to start taking medication for it like i had to like so i started with xanax and uh, my doctor said just take him whenever you feel like weird i'm like okay so i didn't take him as much because i know people i have friends that like suffer from like over like taking Xanax so I was just like alright I'll just take him whenever and then another doctor was like alright I'm gonna put you on Soloft and so this was one pill that yeah, I, take, I take every morning and it, it, it will make me feel fine I'm like cool I'm into that you know like if, I, if I'm back into normal I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do it I was like, what about drinking? Because, like, I hate Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Xanax because I can't drink on Xanax and I love drinking. So, like, she's like, just take it in the morning. You'll be fine. I'm like, okay, that doesn't seem fine. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, like, I did it. I did it for two years. I took Xanax for two uh, – no, Xanax. I solo for two years. And then um, and then I decided to stop. I was, like, I, I – I don't know. I told Edwin and Greg, uh, our drummer, and, I, and my girlfriend, Lily. I was like, hey, I think I'm – I think I'm fine now. I think I'm happy enough. Like I want to try to stop this, but like, please, guys, if like if start st- start acting weird for not being on the pill, or like if you you know, please let me know. And I've been off the pill for a year now, and it's been great. Therapy, not though. no panic attack. No no more therapy. Actually, I stopped therapy. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's expensive. Because <laughs> it's expensive. Actually, at the. I did therapy uh, from Venezuela because I didn't have I didn't have insurance until a, a year from now. I've been without insurance for six years because like of because uh, I've been a freelancer, so I was like I, I can't afford insurance. So my mom got me this therapist from Venezuela that we like did therapy on Skype, oh. and she paid for it. My mom paid for it. That's it how great. I talk to mine. Yeah. <laughs> Skype all the time. And your mom pays for Steven's therapy, which is weird. Which is <laughs> which is very weird. <laughs> But I wasn't born in Miami, <laughs> and I was born on time. <laughs> Jonah, is it time for Mystery Friend? Oh, my God. Uh, no. Wait, shut up. You did this? Mystery, mystery Friend. friend. Yeah. So, we got to get music for this segment. I fished one out. Wait, I I, wasn't I doing like a little tune? Wait, everyone doesn't song? know about this thing. I know about it because I'm a big fan of the show, but I don't think you know. Okay. Uh. So, essentially, <laughs> we get a question from a friend of yours. That you would only uniquely oh, no, know. I heard, I heard, I heard and now this. you have to guess yeah. who said friend is. Mystery <laughs> friend's catching on. People know about it. So again, <laughs> this question comes via Twitter. Direct. It's dropped in my DMs. Ooh. Ooh. I heard wow. this is a thing. DM. Ooh. It's very sexy. Wow. <laughs> very sexy. So, 
The question is, the best bar is the Queen of Sheba or Starliner or Blind Bob's? Oh, shit. So you have to answer the question and then figure out who this question came from. Is it just one question or is it multiple questions? One question. Is this another example of someone not understanding mystery? No, no, no. no, no. When I heard it, there was like... Where you are get these multiple bars? questions. Yeah, where are these? There's bars? different cities like Queen right, of Philly. Okay, Queen of Starliners is, is Bushwick or like. Let's know. talk about the three bars because yeah. like I so feel I like they deserve. They deserve. Yeah, they deserve. So Queen of Sheba is like, I feel like it's the headquarters for our label, uh, uh, Red Scare. Okay. So Red Scare, Toby from Red Scare lives in Philly now, and every time we go there, he takes us to Queen of Sheba. Queen of Sheba is like. It's like, a spot. Yeah, it's a spot. Like okay. he has like it's a, a fucking great. That's a tab man. open every time we go there. It's the best. Cool. The best. Great food too. Right. Oh, dude. Yeah, like, great, great like, Ethiopian food. If you're into that, really? mushy, it's like mushy delicious. things. Really? You grab, yeah, 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 so great. good. You will never think well, that. But then, uh, West Philly, I think. Okay, and yeah. then the Starliner. The, star the Starliner is, is it's our friend Seth uh, Bar in Bushwick. Uh, that's where I met Brendan Kelly, and that's okay. how we got into we got into uh, Red Scare because this of that. was when you I were stuck in a be. blizzard, yeah, and yes. randomly ran. And what into was the third one? The third was the blind, blind Bob. Bob in fucking Ohio, right? Uh, where, where is it? Uh, not Kent. Uh, where is it in Ohio? In, uh, uh, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Dayton. Ohio. Yeah, mm. we so, just played there on Monday. So best Monday, Monday show. Monday. Best Monday show. What ever. human being can you? tie into these three bars i don't know they're who ties into all three and who would slip into my dms i think i think it's either either adam from good friend mm-hmm. mm. or toby from red scare you gotta choose one yeah you gotta pick oh i gotta pick yeah, yeah. damn and if you fail <laughs> podcast is well right. Well, <laughs> we'll tell you later. <laughs> Choose uh, wisely. You, you answer. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'll... Man, I, I want to say Toby. I want to say All right. Yeah. You won, mystery! Yeah! yeah. 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 That's right. Gotta be Toby. Toby slipped into my DMs. He wrote, oh shit, am I too late? Let me think. <laughs> and then that's what he wrote, best bar. And I'd like to know just an unrelated thing... That I seem to just kill everyone in the Red Scare Fantasy Football League every year. Oh, man. And you're, I hope you're in that? my friends yeah. Dan Andriano and Ray Carlisle oh, and these wow. folks are listening right now because, I mean, they get wiped up every year. <laughs> See, like, every Toby year. asked me one, one day, he's like, are you into football at all? I'm like... Uh, you mean the one that you kick with your feet? The real football. Yeah. The real one? <laughs> He's like, no, like I'm doing, you know, I do this Red Scare, like fantasy league. I'm like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't get it. But like, you know, I watch the league and I kind of like the show, so I might get it. He's like, no. I wish it was yeah. more like that. It's There's not as much shit talking sports. as you would think. Yeah. You Benny, know? Benny exclusively plays with celebrities now. I, oh, I yeah. Feel like. I, oh. I got booted. No fucking no. way. Really? I Benny was in a league uh, with Duff McKagan. I was Invited yeah. from the Allison Chains friends and family really? football league because <laughs> you were too good. Because you were too good. I was still. I didn't even win. I didn't even win. Um, no, I did. Oh, I, know, I hit him up and I was out. like, "Oh, are we doing this again this year?" Because I need to know if I should fly to L.A. to go to Jerry Cantrell's house or not. <laughs> yeah. um, shall I pencil this in? 
between limoing to fest <laughs> yeah. and whatever the fuck you guys think I do. Jesus Christ. You know I play drums, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> you got booted. What happened? You got kicked off Jerry Cantrell's Fantasy yeah, Football no, League so I asked, for charity. And they said there's, there's a, a core group of year year in and year out and then they do a traveling group of the extra uh, uh, I don't know if it's true or not I, they seem like very nice people I don't think sure. they'd bullshit me sure. no. I did get to play in the Alice in Chains Friends and Family Fantasy Football League last year Damn, dude. and I got to go to Jerry Cantrell's house Yeah, I know nothing it was very football. intimidating though I was very intimidated yeah I don't understand American football there was a moon man in his because bath people I understand the man from did you get a facelift while you were there yeah, huh? did you get a exactly. facelift yeah. I grew up playing soccer. Yeah. Next, I was, that's next? A real soccer. I was a man in a soccer box. is like, and you get it. You know, you gotta bring the ball to a fucking net, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And what's Dude. the biggest complaint that, and I mean this politely, Americans have about soccer? What we don't is- score enough. Like that's the fucking point. <laughs> yeah, like there's, none of, there's none of scoring. Yeah, Come like on. you guys got too many scores and and things like that's yeah. why it means exactly. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta move out of the suburbs, man. No way, dude. I grew up playing soccer because I was. My dad was in the military, so whenever so army brats, all we played was soccer. And then huh. you'd live overseas, and you would play the kids huh. in the neighborhood. Yeah, I'd play Germans and soccer. Shit was brutal. It was great. Yeah, was great, every man. second of it. Soccer was great. <laughs> so, so wait, wait. I had a question about this. I think I might have been this night. You guys met Brendan. Mm-hmm. At this oh bar. yeah, I want to hear this, this story. story. I, I love I it. I think how long ago was this? It's two year, two years ago in January. Yeah, I so yeah. Brendan was trying to get me to come out to this. Shut up, really? Yeah, really? Because I had seen him. Like I feel like I'd seen him the night before, and I remember he was like, my friend just opened a bar, yeah. and I was living not far, and. You said it was like a blizzard or something? I feel, yeah. like, I feel like the weather was shitty, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to this. Of course. Yeah, no one wanted <laughs> no, to go. Yeah. I didn't even want to play that show. Yeah. Like when Seth asked him to play it, I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm maybe, surprised yeah, you didn't maybe. go, Jonah. We I'm were, surprised. We were, I felt I was on the fence, and then it was, yeah. Nine out of the ten times I talked to Jonah, he's debating whether to go out or not. I'm, deb- I'm doing it right now. And he almost, yeah. What the- <laughs> oh, wait. Terminal 5? Terminal 5. Yeah, I figured. It's, uh, and the, the chances are... are Declining by the minute. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm losing actually, about a percentage point a minute. That's a legitimate I'm in the same way boat tonight. No. I was also invited to Terminal no, Five. Really? No. Yeah. No thanks. All right, sorry, we got to go say, in. Well, Either we're in or we're I hate out. I hate Terminal Five. I think yeah. everyone hates. I think everyone hates Terminal Five. Why have the band sound good? I don't know. The acoustics are. Thanks for that endorsement, Terminal Five. Yeah, I did see Lady Gaga there. Oh yeah, and it was actually a good show. I love Lady Gaga. And then I saw her again. And I interviewed her prior to the show, and she became the one person when everyone can ever ask. I'm Jonah gets this. Like, who's people always going? Who's the worst person you ever talked to? And it was her. Like I she would, was, I, she was so really? obnoxious and mean and snotty, and I didn't understand this second why. Time? I'd only interviewed her once, but the, oh, okay. the, the show was the first show. I saw she was great, and then I talked to her, and she wasn't very kind oh, at all. Really, and I didn't understand it. I couldn't figure it out. And then I went and watched her was show. She in drugs or something? I, I think know. so. Yeah, I think it was kind of at the height of it. Yeah, I said. I, I like- said one of my snobbiest music critic things ever about a Lady Gaga. You did? Show. Yeah. Oh, Tell yeah. me what it Please. is. My physical therapist. Uh, she loves Lady Gaga, and she's like, "Do you ever go see her?" I was like, "No." Nah. She's like, "Well," I was like, oh, "I'm not in like stage shows where like like." Concerts where the people need props and stuff. <laughs> I'm more into just like music. <laughs> and she was like, okay. You dick is what she said in her head. She's like, that's terrible. And she, and she said a lot more. And I'm me. sorry, what? You don't like Rush? 
I, I just feel like <laughs> I, I like like I've seen like I saw like, Madonna a couple years ago. Like I've seen dude, you Madonna's too. Madonna's fucking great. Yeah, Madonna's and, and like the Madonna show was Let's cool. Be careful. Yeah, no, the Madonna show she was is, cool. She is great. But sometimes I'm like, I guess it's just. It's a different experience. Like to me, I'm like, I just need to see people standing up there playing music. Do you? I don't now, need this whole distraction. Do you like, actually still believe this? Uh, I so sort of. I don't want you to believe this. <laughs> this seems ridiculous to me. So, all right. So, say you're you two, and you're charging like two hundred fifty dollars to come see you. Do you actually just want to see those dudes on stage playing U2 songs? Yeah. I don't. And let me tell you why. Because I saw the Joshua Tree tour and they had this giant... Giant LC, tree? LC, they did have a giant yeah. fucking tree. As and it was should. on, And that's like their stage where they walk out was in the shape of the Joshua Tree. And they had this huge um, like LCD, like state-of-the-art screen and did this whole thing about uh, solving the AIDS crisis and saving all this and my first thought was maybe donate the money for the screen to <laughs> yeah. AIDS research yeah. and based upon how clear the screen is you could probably cure it uh, yeah I think here, here's the thing about <laughs> it I was so crisp I think I think it's a personality trait of mine like if I go to a restaurant I just care how good the food is someone's like oh isn't the ambience amazing I'm like yeah, I don't care what it looks like like I don't really care about that kind but, of stuff. But you know the what? I, got, I care about the thing I came there to do. I gotta chime in because you just reminded me. I saw the TV tour of you two. Oh yeah, the Zoo oh, TV wow. tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Zoo TV, and I thought I was completely bored out of my skull. They were completely overwhelmed by the stage, mm. and then in the middle of the of the concert, they they came out on the on the little catwalk and they had a tiny little stage in the yeah. middle of the amphitheater. And I think Lou Reed came and they played a couple songs. They played like one song with Lou Reed and they played a couple songs. And that was incredibly engaging. Mm -hmm. Mm. And the rest of it was like, the rest of it was like being in Times Square. Yeah. Maybe kind of seeing the band. Like it was justifying everything. I mean, I wasn't a big fan to begin with, but (laughs) yeah, they were overwhelmed by their stage. Right. What about Slipknot? (laughs) That's, That's a good point. I mean, but that's, Same. That's that by their drummer. That's dudes. all them playing. They're not having like a. What do you mean that shit's on hydraulics? They're fucking floating around <laughs> the stage, man. They're doing cool stuff up there. Well, not the real drummer. Are there still a band? They are. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, they, it was a Weinberg. But, but yeah. also, yeah. Yeah. but they've but they've never separated the two either. No, no so they've always that's been That's like that. arguing Guar. Yeah. It's like their videos. I, I was going to mention Guar. Yeah, Guar. See, Guar started out when I was in college when Guar was starting they were all art students yeah. at, at vcu in virginia and they couldn't play and that was the thing was the performance versus it was a more theatrical than anything then they learned how to play and got bad yeah. although i don't think i've ever heard an actual guar song no <laughs> like, well, there was no. the one from empire records oh yeah, oh, yeah. whatever yes. that song is yes. i've heard um so the brendan night sorry we yeah. have a little tangent there <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's fine uh <laughs> i'm sure there's a crazy stage production at the show it wasn't. Uh, uh, it, I, I took an Uber there because you know I'm rich, yeah. uh, and it was it was like snowing like crazy. Uh, so my, our show, we were opening for the uh, I, I, I am the Avalanche at the uh, what was it? The show, the Williamsburg, the Williamsburg uh, Music Hall, Theater. and right. that show got canceled. So and Brendan's show got canceled too. It, he was playing. He was playing the. Um, uh, what was he playing? The uh, Knitting Factory. Mm. 
So he was like, all right, Seth was like, all right, Brendan, you want to play my new bar that I literally just opened? He's like, sure, man, I'm in town. Let's do it. And he asked me to do it too. And I'm like, yeah, if I can take an Uber there, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then, you know, Brendan and I met, we, you know, we drank a lot. We sang some songs. Don't, don't undersell it. He was, he loved your set. He loved my set, but but he was like... But but he loved it so much that he's like, I want to sign you guys. And I'm like, what do you mean you guys? It's only me here. <laughs> you know, like I literally play some acoustic songs. So he's like, it's not amazing. Like, let's let's try to do something with Redsker. I'm like, wait, are you in Redsker? I didn't even know that he was part of Redsker. Like at all. Like I knew about Toby, but that was it. You know, like, and apparently he started texting Toby back then. Like, it's like, and they would text back and forth, back and forth. And Toby listened to our, like, previous like make war songs like he wasn't really into it and yeah and i don't know and somehow it happened yeah yeah it was great i mean it's like i i would say this like never say no to a show you know because some some shit could happen yeah that's it's like the long it's the long story of the go-go punkers tale Yes. Which I th- I'm glad you brought it back. I'm glad you brought it back. Glad you brought it back. I have a feeling. I want to I just, I really I, wa- I really want to cover a Gogo Punker songs with Mike War. So like I'm do trying to convince these guys. Do you still talk to those guys? I do. I do. Have uh, you thought about a reunion? <laughs> like shit. in the states somewhere or something? That'd be fun. I don't think the states would care, but like <laughs> back in Venezuela, it would probably be a hit. We'll probably fit, you know, probably feel like a a hundred, two hundred people room. That's awesome, <laughs> dude. So, like, let me tell you a little story about the Gogo Punkers. So, Please. like, so we, um, we start. I started singing in English because I was like, of course, I want to go to America and I, I just want to get signed by all these labels. So, like, I'm sure I should start singing in English, right? Because they will understand if I sing in Spanish. I didn't know any English, so I used this. Uh, program in my Windows 95 computer called Power Translator. <laughs> so I just like literally wrote everything in Spanish and hit a button and it it translated. <laughs> and all the Gogo Punker songs I like are like that. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I know. You got your what's, face. <laughs> but like, what's like, what, oh, shit. what's the weirdest translation? Yeah, what are some that highlights you, there? You yeah. uh, uh, sure the translator was, was the wrong. I mean, right now. now, I mean, if you listen to it, you will, you will laugh. Like, it's, it's so funny to listen to it now. Oh, I think, I think are, the what? music, I think the music is really good. I, I still think the music is pretty good. But the lyrics are like insane. <laughs> like we're talking about, like I said, some, at some point I said, me and my friends are falling down, and it's about uh, about us just like passing out because we're drunk, but we're like falling down. Uh, I don't know. I talk about hospitals, and I say uh, hospitals. You know, like and I, geeters. I say of a, instead of saying I guitar, I say geeter. You know, like I want to play my geeter without. I say I literally say, I want to play my geeter without nobody upset me. <laughs> that's one that's a line that I said because my dad kept on knocking on my door when I was practicing in my room and then they said and I was just like, I'm not, it's like please don't dis- I, I says that don't disturb don't disturb <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh is that the title of the song no <laughs> I forgot this what is the our title next live podcast they're playing it should be um, a good one yeah so good. I think one day we're gonna cover this song is called cool. I think that's- about surfing so I have a song called Think About Surfing. Yes. It's a great fucking song. It's literally... It's a good song. It's, it, uh, I, I'm going to quote this because it's really fucking cool. Um, it says... It says... Uh, what does it say? Um, when your days are going bad. When when your days are going bad, uh, 
Uh, what do you have, Severance? When your days are going bad, uh, think about surfing. No, no. Think, think, <laughs> if, if your days oh, are no. going bad, think about surfing to, liber to, to liberate, liberate all your problems. Yes. Think about surfing. Love it. And just go for it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Words of wisdom. I'm pumped it. right now. Right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Woohoo! Thank you, Jose and Edwin from Make War. Please check out Make War, their album Developing a Theory of Integrity. Yes. Out on Red Scare Records. Now available. Available now. Touring, probably with your favorite punk band soon. Um wanted to thank our Patreons. Yes. People are people are being generous and we're happy to take it. We're cranking <laughs> out some content for you guys. If uh if if anybody else wants to become a patron of the podcast, go to patreon.com slash going off track. Yes. And see what, we'll, what we've got on hand. There's a lot of different levels of commitment. You can get early podcasts, bonus content, other stuff coming your I way. I just put up today, I just put up the Valium outtake. So if you want to hear us talk about taking drugs, listen to it. I don't remember this. <laughs> don't worry. You're not really involved in this one. Okay. It's mostly me and Steven. <laughs> yeah, it sounds fascinating and and well worth whatever it costs. Um, but yeah, thank all patrons. If if that's not your thing and you want to support the podcast, you can always uh, donate via Venmo slash Off Track. Um, Brad's name will come up, or you can I think do something PayPal. There's PayPal. It's a, you can get to all of this PayPal via their take, website. Does PayPal take money out? Like, do they take probably? A cut? Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. And then uh, if you don't have money, that's fine. Um, just leave us a nice review on iTunes. Tell your friends about it. Just spread the word. Just spread the word. Spread man. the love, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast. Thanks everyone for supporting us. Thank you to Pulse Music for letting us record there and we'll see you next week bye hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.